0: Today on Mentor Moments, we have Darian Tobias with us. Darian is a Maryville University graduate, a PLPC, and is currently a counselor at Midtown Treatment and Service Center. Well, welcome, Darian. We're we're so excited to have you on Mentor Moments. Um, Let's jump right in. Can you give us a little brief history of your career?
1: Yes, sir. I began my professional career as a uh, shelter case manager. Um, worked there roughly, let's say, three or four months. <laughs> I bumped into an administrator uh, who was doing the audit. And she looked at my resume and she said, uh, she scratched her head. She said, why aren't you in this uh, other position? That I have um, and... Uh, the rest was history. We signed some paperwork, I transferred over to a pilot program called uh, Pathway to Health and uh, did some community support and case management, helping individuals uh, get connected with healthcare uh, services, healthcare equipment, um, and helping some of those families um, who uh, were stuck in a cycle of poverty move to a point of stability. So that could be financial, literacy, it could be uh, financial support, um, psychoeducation. uh, It's kind of a diverse position. Um, And uh, now I currently um, work as a uh, counselor at Midtown Treatment and Service Center. um, And I've been doing that since December 2020.
0: You know, that's awesome. So when did you sort of realize sort of counseling, helping profession was a fit for you? Uh, honestly,
1: I think it's always been um, something I wanted to do. Um, I teetered back and forth between uh, going into healthcare care um, and going into mental health. Um, but I, I want to say sophomore year of college, um, I took a uh, Uh, adolescent psychology course and I was sitting in there and I found myself smiling and really enjoying what we were talking about and I'm like yeah this is it (laughs) this is it this is where I need to be so um, I decided to go full-fledged with it
0: yeah that's yeah I had a similar experience when I remember in, in my senior year in high school we could take electives and I I was just excited not to have to take math and English and history again and I took a psychology class and I, I had that similar experience to you, like, oh, this is exciting. This is new. This is fresh. And let's, yeah, this this is this could be a, an option for us or for me. So tell, tell, tell our listeners where you are in your career development. Would you consider yourself early career, mid-career, established, yeah. getting ready to retire? Where, where are you? I am early in my career. I'm currently um, completing a supervision for my LPC. Um, awaiting
1: state of Missouri to let me know um, this, I think it's September 28th, um, whether or not, you know, I get my PLPC, which I'm pretty sure it will go through. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, um, I just transitioned into a uh, role as a, a therapist at Midtown Treatment Center, but I will be making another change. Um, into a very new role uh, as a marriage and family counselor on site, um, which is exciting uh, for me. Um, I really enjoyed working with couples and, and the families that I have worked with. And uh, it just seemed like it was perfect time uh, as I, I have been mulling over, you know, what do I want to do long term? And I said, I think I want to do marriage and family. And they just offered it to me randomly. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, that makes me think of a career theory called planned happenstance, that we sort of plan for things and then just chance events happen a little bit, right? So obviously, I think your your employer saw the good work that you were doing and you kind of had this, hey, this conversation, this may be something and the door opened, right? Yes, sir. What would tell you, I'm going off script here a little bit. What What would tell you that you're no longer sort of in this early career stage that you're sort of kind of mid-career a little bit more established?
1: Um, aside from, uh, credentials aside, um, feeling, I would say a hundred percent or not a hundred percent, cause I don't think you ever could feel a hundred percent, but maybe let's say 80, 90%, 90% sure. And, and confident that when I'm sitting down with somebody that I can help them, that I can service them um effectively um you know uh so so for me that when i hit that
0: moment where i'm uh, almost 100% certain that i'm efficient um i think that is when i will know uh that i am a mid-career and on early (laughs) uh, development yeah i'm glad you said that i know just working with with students you know a lot of times they have that uh Sort of anxious feeling when they're, you know, just getting into practicum or internship. Can, can I do this? Can I? And then just this. I'm, I'm glad you're sort of acknowledging that there's there's these moments when you just, yeah, you're you're building your skills, and then you get to that point where again you, you feel pretty comfortable working with a variety of of clients or in a variety of situ- life situations, and and that again you you're really feeling in tune with your with your couples or your clients.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say I'm at a moment now where um, while I've been exposed to a lot of things, there are still very many first um, moments for me. Um, and uh, yeah, and I like it because it really challenges you. Um, it can be intimidating at times, but it challenges you um, to go and do um, research, um, to go and consult. Um, and you tap into you know these different resources, and you get these different perspectives. And you might even um, I think what helps is just being transparent with the client. Sometimes when you have those moments, like hmm, not really sure, like first time, you know, you may not just know this is the first time you encountered that, but <laughs> um, but you just say, hey, I'm not really sure, and this is something that we can work on together. And how do you feel about that? Um, and building that working relationship with the client, an environment where um you guys kinda create this <laughs> uh, s- s- uh counseling sweatshop together or <laughs> workshop um where you can try stuff and, and feel comfortable um, you know making mistakes or not making mistakes but uh making um tweaks
0: you know to our, our little experiments as we go I guess. <laughs> No, I think what you what you've been sharing, giving that mental image, is is right on with with the students. That it is a collaborative effort. Obviously, we want to engage and with our clients and and have mutual goals. And that's a, again a working relationship. And and that it's okay to say, well, we both need to go back and do some more homework on, on something. And and I guess lastly, I did, what I loved uh, what what you said was looking at something as a challenge, and then to sort of then okay meet that challenge, and then you know you can use it as a, as a positive. All right, so next question. Do, were there any moments in your career that were particularly impactful to you? And, and if so, kind of what were they and, and what did you learn from them? Um, so I've been blessed to have uh, some great mentors.
1: Um, and, and sitting down with one of my mentors, um, Steve. Is uh, it okay if I say his name? Uh, Steve May. Um, so, if you're listening, Steve, shout out. <laughs> um, and uh, one of the, the things that he taught me was um, that every thing that we do, um, from a from a verbal or a nonverbal perspective, is communi- communicating something. Um, and when he first said it to me, I was kind of confused. I was like, eh, "What do you mean?" <laughs> uh, but I had a moment um, where I was sitting with a client, and she was talking about um, uh, some some issues that she was experiencing with her her mother and her father. Uh, and she was telling me how they she only feels like they're involved. Um when it pertains to her substance use, uh, like there's a crisis or something. So, in uh, us, you know, building our rapport and her getting more comfortable, she later ends up working her way back um, to high school, I think it was high school, and she makes a comment, because uh, I asked her about, like, her relationship with her parents. I said, has it always been this way? So that's kind of what prompted this. Um, and, and tell me what that relationship looked like. Um, so, in doing so, she said everything pretty much was great until there was a certain point where she felt like she wasn't getting attention. Um, so she ended up uh, disclosing that she um, uh, that uh, she got in trouble a lot with school um, and. Her parents were very attentive um, and very hands-on when she started getting in trouble. And it was kind of the, one of those light bulb moments where I went, oh, there it is. You know, like, what is she communicating with her behavior? I want attention. Um, my parents pay attention to me when I get in trouble. Um, and then here we are as an adult, right? And it's the same cycle. You know, I want their attention. I want them to show that they care. But the only time they show it is when I'm in crisis or it's related to my substance use. Um, So uh, I shared what I was thinking with her and it was kind of a light bulb moment for her also. (laughs) Uh, But that was one of the more, I guess, impactful moments uh, for me early on in my career.
0: Yeah, exactly. As soon as you said light bulb moments, that way, that's what I was thinking as well. And isn't it great when we have those moments that then we can really then build and and again start looking for those patterns? You know, as Steve said, when working with future clients. So I guess this transitions well to our next question. So, you know, you said earlier that it was sort of your sophomore year psychology, adult psychology, adolescence was sort of okay. This was another light bulb or threshold moment that counseling helping profession is for you, but. Maybe dig a little deeper, and and what are those things, the day-to-day things that excite you about being a counselor?
1: Um, I would say never really knowing what to expect. Um, I can come in, and I can prep, and come up with all these different ideas about how a session's going to go, and the client comes in, and they completely blow it up, and now I have to (laughs) kind of wing something on the spot, right? Um, So... Uh, just the uh, creator because to me I kind of look at it as art almost <laughs> it would be is an art form <laughs> um, and, a, and a challenge so I like going in and sometimes a blank canvas uh, is is the best canvas right so um, just taking that um, moment to um, just be in the moment you know um, and, and see what we come up with
0: yeah I can I can really. I guess appreciate that that comment you know we're not gonna have two days that are that are similar right and and you know it's 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 really about you know again like you're saying kind of working with that that person right i love how you said the bl- the blank slate the blank canvas and and really helping them paint paint their new picture right well we are more than our job so like our listeners are dying to know what you know what do you like to do outside of work how how do you spend your your free time what's what you know hobbies etc
1: yeah um so i'm currently working on a uh, novel um so uh i'm working on a novel i've gotten into graphic design just a tad bit um so i've been doing a little work on the side with that um, I've done a uh, music album cover. Um, I've done some uh, uh, book covers and whatnot for some people. So, yeah, so that's kind of been like my main hobby, I guess. Um, I'm a gamer, so shout out to my gamers also. Uh, <laughs> and um, I am an amateur photographer, so I'm not great. I, yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's really fun um, for me uh, to get out and uh, It's a way to express yourself. Sure. You know?
0: uh, yeah. yeah, so I guess I was just gonna, I guess, ask that maybe you just answered it. But so uh, those are very creative, very artistic kind of hobbies. So, so is that something that balances out maybe some of the, the counseling side? Or, or how, how do you see those two sort of working in, in tandem? Um, I don't know if they're necessarily interconnected for me. Um,
1: uh, I just, um, I I think it's a good break because I would say, you know, day in and day out, I'm inside somebody else's, you know, mind and um, trying to. I like the way you framed it. Paint a picture for someone else, right? Um, so when I delve into, you know, my own art, I'm able to take what's in my head, right? And and put it out, you know, into this this canvas, this blank canvas that we talked about, right? So, um, so see, I wouldn't say they're interconnected, but they're both needed, right? Kind of like the yin and yang kind of thing. Yeah, kind of
0: like your life balance, right? That this is your release, right? You know, so awesome. So I don't I don't know you know but like part of the, our podcast is sponsored by the Missouri Rehab Association Eastern chapter so I always like to ask our interviewees our guests you know if you are a member of a professional organization you know why did you join or if you're not a member do you do, you do any other volunteer you know do you engage in anything else mm-hmm. um, so currently I'm not a member of a professional organization shame on me on um, <laughs> uh, I will at some point.
1: Um, but, uh, what I do do, um, is I volunteer, uh, at a church with uh, local youth. Um, I also have a young man that I am mentoring. Um, he is in high school he wants to be a counselor. So I'm kind of let him shadow me and, uh, get a feel for, you know, what this career entails. Um, and really prepping him for the coursework that's going to go into it. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it as far as, you know, volunteer, uh, volunteer experience at
0: this time. Hey, you know, that's enough. And, and I, I appreciate you, again, giving back to the greater good with uh, the stuff you're doing with, your, with, the, with the church and then with your, with your mentoring as, as well. All right, Darien, this is the time. This is the big finish right here. So share with all our listeners, what is your mentor moment? mentor moment. So this is something I've been (laughs) reflecting on
1: for uh, some time now. Um, And uh, the thing I came up with is uh, I wanted to have us focus on the way we think, um, because a lot of times the way we think directly impacts how we feel, how we feel uh, influences our actions. so I had, uh, I, I read and I consume a lot of media and, uh, came across an Indian mystic and he was talking about the concept of karma and how in uh, the States, we kind of look at it as this black and white thing. You do bad and bad things happen, you do, uh, good and good things happen to you. Um, but when it was explained from, I guess the Eastern perspective, it was, More so about manifestation. So you manifest or think positive thoughts. Therefore you interact with people and items or uh, things, uh, objects within your path in a positive manner. Um, And therefore they will respond positively back to you, um, which in turn opens up more opportunity for you. Um, and, and more positivity into your life, um, and on a, the the opposite end, you have um, negative thoughts, which in return make you um, in, interact with people negatively, um, which could shut them down, right, um, or make them interact with you negatively, which closes doors and opportunities. Um, so, a psychological theory um, that I kind of have been thinking about goes well with it is uh uh, ro- uh some research done by rosenthal um which is the on the uh Big effect which is how our behavior um influences our actions and how our actions influence how other people perceive us how they perceive us um influences how they interact with us and how they interact with us Reinforces how we feel about ourselves. Um, so, just really taking some time and really thinking about our thought process. Do I think positive on a on a given day, or am I thinking negative? And pay attention to how your day goes um, based off of how you started your your mindset for that day. Um, so uh there was a harvard research study and i can't remember the name of it for the life of me i'm so sorry um but it talked about how we're three times as likely to remember a negative event or look for <laughs> the negative to confirm <laughs> our uh, negative hypothesis um so we have to really challenge ourselves right like i have to do trip three times the work to identify those positives Um, to counteract those negatives that I'm fixating myself on um, in a given day. Um, So that would, I would say, be um, my mentor moment. Um, And and one more thing in closing, I'm so sorry. Um, This is another thing to put things into perspective. Um, We only have like a limited amount of time in our lives, on this planet, in a given year, in a given month, week. And day um, of a twenty four hour period, we spend between what seven to nine hours sleep. Um, we it takes us what an hour to get ready in the morning. Um, we may take an hour to eat lunch, uh, breakfast. Uh, we'll take another hour to eat lunch, maybe, and another hour to eat dinner, and another hour maybe to shower or something, wind down at the end of the night. So uh, with that being said, you're probably at around 12, 14 hours of your day just in maintenance, <laughs> uh, which doesn't leave you much time uh, left in your day. So really kind of think about, you know, how do I want to spend this this other 50% of my day? Because half of it's already gone on just maintenance, just getting myself going <laughs> or keeping myself going. So how do I want
0: to utilize that? That other fifty percent. Um, so that's my my takeaway, and um, I hope that's helpful for you all. Dan, we so appreciate the thoughtfulness in giving. You know, we got we got a bonus mentor moment right there. That was awesome. But no, again, it, we I, just listening to I, I can I can see your thoughtfulness and thinking about this and really sharing that wisdom with with our listeners. And I just want to you know, thank you. I, I appreciate uh, getting to know you a little bit better through this podcast. And, and I know our listeners will will enjoy this episode. So thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you. So if you're listening to this, that means that you're listening to Mentor Moments.
0: That means that you're probably listening on either Spotify or Apple Music, or maybe you're listening some other way. Uh, We just wanna recommend that you continue to listen. Uh, Tune into some of our previous episodes um, and stay tuned. Subscribe to us um, because we'll
1: have plenty more episodes coming your way as well.
0: In addition to the podcast, we have two other ways for you to stay connected with the Missouri Rehabilitation Association, Eastern Chapter, And Maryville University's Rehabilitation Counseling Program. We are proud to announce the creation of a YouTube channel and a blog. Both the blog and the YouTube channel will have all things related to the Missouri Rehab Association Eastern Chapter and Maryville University's Rehabilitation Counseling Program. Check us out.